Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Radio. I am uh, one half of the show. This is Rodney. I'm on with Royce here. Royce, welcome back to the Airways, my man. How you doing? I'm doing great, Rodney. How are you, man? I'm in, I'm I'm really flying high right now because you got the best of perfect storm. You got the uh, playoffs in baseball. You got the NBA starting out in full swing. You got football in the what tenth week. Everything looks good. Yeah, everything looks really good. Cowboys are winning. Mavs are back playing. You're right. And it's Halloween, of course. So, uh, make sure everyone has a safe Halloween out there. Yeah, trick or treat, right. So, make sure everyone has a safe Halloween out there. If you see me out for Halloween, taking the kids out, just give us all the candy that you got. We'll we'll take it all. That way we can get back home (laughs) and watch the game as quick as possible. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Royce, I guess uh, we got a short show tonight, today, rather, uh, but we want to make sure if you guys are listening live to call in with your opinions, with your questions. The phone number here is 516-387-1673. It's 516-387-1673 to join uh, the show. So let's jump right into the Mavs first. I guess that's a good place for us to start. Yeah, they got so, the win of the night uh, after losing to uh, not the night before they won against Orlando, but they lost against uh, Oklahoma City, which was did, surprising. Yeah. They take the game away. But uh, I like what I saw last night. I thought Luca, he's on a tear, you know, and they they sustained the lead and eventually won the game. Well, to me, the Mavs at three and three. Uh, the games that they lost, like you mentioned, the Thunder game from uh, Saturday that we were at, you know, they blew a 16-point lead there. Uh, I can't, I can't remember what that lead that was that they blew in the first game against Phoenix, and then uh, their other loss uh, when they lost. Who they lose to the, the other team? They lost to the, they lost to uh, the uh, Phoenix Suns. They lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I can't remember the other team for some reason. I'm gonna look at uh, me. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, lost the to. Uh, where is it here? They lost to the Pelicans. That's they right. Lost to the Pelicans. No, I forgot about right. that. Which they gave up a lead in that game as well too. Uh, but you're right. They bounced That's back true. on Sunday. They beat up. They beat up the Orlando Magic. They actually had to play from behind a little bit. Luca had what 40, 40 plus points. Forty two, I think. 
44 points right. that game. Um, you know, me and you talk throughout the game as we always do. And one thing that's kind of apparent to us is that maybe, and this is speaking just in general from my perspective, my perspective, let me just say that. I want to speak for you. But they are using Luca a lot. And we were concerned about this going into the season with the offseason that they had. They, they lost Jalen Brunson. They really didn't add kind of a number two guy, you know, so to speak. They brought in some size. And I don't know how you feel, you know, just this first kind of week or two weeks into the season, but I'm somewhat concerned about the amount of points they're giving up in the paint, the lack of rebounds. Uh, and then, of course, Luca just having to score 40 points for them to win a game. Uh, me too, right? I'm concerned too. Another thing, the guys are not stepping up. I, I'm disappointed. Reggie Bullock, uh, the night he had six points. I don't think he's been in double figures all three games. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith finally stepped up uh, the night he had 13 points. But the biggest disappointment is, is, is JaVale McGee. Oh, yeah. Zero points and three rebounds on the night. He's been giving the Mavericks nothing. Matter of fact, uh, coaches set him down, and he didn't even start the other night. Uh, they were yeah, he didn't play. Good. Yeah, he, 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 he's been in double figures. But, you know, I'm disappointed in uh, Kieber, Green, Flower, uh, Bullock, and those guys are not playing that role. Too much on he- Luca. You think this is a matter of just the slow, uh, just starting the season? Because I know in the press conference we sat in with Kid. You know, he mentioned how, and you asked him a great question about how he's still trying to figure out the roster, and he kind of laughed. But I think he's a little bit frustrated with the fact that you know he's two weeks into the season, already been through training camp, and you he's yet to find kind of five core guys that can kind of close out games and play well together. To your point, right, right. But you need uh, you, you need Bullock to knock down shots when he's open. Uh, in that Oklahoma City game, I think he missed like four threes. You know, that that could have really changed the outcome of the game. And uh, Tim Hardaway kind of got off to a slow start, but last night he had 21 points. But we need him to play at a high level. And if they don't get these guys going, that, that means there's going to be a lot of weight on Luca all year. And I don't know if he can sustain that all year long. Yeah. And, and to your point about JaVale McGee and the rebounds, the Mavs currently ranked – they currently ranked 26th in the league when it comes to rebounds. And actually they also rank 30th in the league when it comes to assists per game. So that tells you yeah. to your both of your points that, number one – the big men are not being big men on the on the court. And then number two, right. Lucas having to do too much. And when he passes the ball, these guys are missing three-point shots. Uh, they're not really stepping up, as you mentioned. The guys that are stepping up are ones that can somewhat create their own shot, like Spencer Dinwiddie, for instance, and right. Tim Hardaway to a degree. But I, I'm a little bit concerned because it just doesn't look like, you know, it doesn't look like the same team in the playoffs from last year where they trusted each other more. Guys were hitting those shots, and I'm concerned that they're going to have to make a move this season because, like you said, I don't think Luka could keep this pace up, number one, after playing all summer long with his uh, national team, and they have to come in here and carry this team to another record. You know, I was looking at the stats this year compared to last year, 
it's kind of funny because they're shooting the same. They're actually shooting better this year than they did last year. Of course, only six right. games, but they're shooting better than they did last year. Their other stats are almost about the same, but yet it just looks so different, you know. And, and is it really a – how much of this do you put on – because I'm putting a lot of this on the offseason moves. How much do you kind of play that as a part of it all, the fact that they don't have Jalen Brunson and they really didn't pick up anybody? Of course, yeah. They, yeah, they didn't make a move at all this summer. He kind of stayed back with what they had. But I didn't really see a lot – with the guys they kept, you know, Nia Kiel, Josh Green, Max DeKeeber, uh, the same thing, you know, and they didn't replace Brunson. But, you know, the Mavericks last year had the number one offense. You know, uh, they mm-hmm. led the lead in scoring. But I'm going to – I like the addition of Woods, but I'm going to give him a pass because he's with, you know, a new team. He just came in. He had played with Luke and him a while. But I, I think he's going to get going – Fifth season, and if he starts going, that that really helped Luca out. But uh, some of that I'm gonna put on kid, cause you know you, you getting in the tenth game of the season, you know getting around fifteen twenty mark, you need to have your rotation set, you know. And I know he's experienced with different guys, but I hadn't seen anything from the bench guys. They had a great bench last year, and yeah, I'm not true. seeing the same thing this year from the bench. Do you yeah, need a good true. bench? Yeah, you do. And it, it, you know it, what? You know what? Also, I noticed. I mean, you got teams like Detroit, Pelicans, man, Orlando, Oklahoma City. All these teams have gotten better. Yeah. The teams we had discounted, you know, in the past, they have really built up through the draft. They got a lot of young guys, and these guys are, are really good. I've seen some great basketball. It's some great teams out there. It's, it's going to be hard to get 50 wins this year from yeah. anybody. Well, that goes to a larger conversation that we and you are having or starting to have about the NBA and some other sports also, but in the NBA in particular, that it has truly become a young man's league, that's for sure. If you look at if you look around the league, the young teams are getting out to a very fast start. None more surprising to me than the San Antonio Spurs at 5-2. and two. You know, I thought Absolutely. they'd be the worst team in the league. The Utah Jazz, after trading everybody, they're five and two. Uh, Portland, we know they're young. They're five and one. And in, in the Eastern right. Conference, you got the Cleveland Cavaliers are five and one. Uh, the Bucks are the only undefeated team in the league currently at five and zero. Oh. Uh, but even the Knicks are three and three. The Hornets are three and right. three. And you look at the bottom, you got teams like Philadelphia, Brooklyn Nets have only won one game. The Lakers finally won one game. I mean, it, it's a, it, it's definitely the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors are, are 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 not doing as well as we we thought they would do. I mean, they're three and four currently. Um, but yeah, it's it's even the Clippers with all the moves that they made and the roster that they, they probably have the best roster from you know the bench players to the starters in any team in the league, and they're two and four. So maybe it's maybe it's a it's a thing where guys are kind of buying their time. They know it's a long season, kind of getting used to things. But at the same time, you just you just you don't want to start out too on the wrong foot because they they really kind of can affect a lot of things going going through the season. Right. The worst thing you can do right now is get ten games behind anybody. Uh, yeah. 
expected with a long season. You get 10 games behind with the way these guys are playing. I mean, that's going to really put you in a hole. You really want mm-hmm. to take two or three, you know, you know, leads from the leader. But uh, I tell you, man, I'm excited about this year, man. These guys, these young guys are balling. You know, LeBron James and all these older guys that's been in the league for a while. Uh, the age is starting to catch up with them. Yeah. But the talent yeah. is so it's so widespread now, and these guys have made such good drafts and picks and trades that uh, everybody's got better. But I don't see a lot of improvement from the Mavericks. That was my disappointment. They didn't make any moves over the offseason. Yeah. Yeah, it's starting to definitely show. Well, this Wednesday they take on another young team, the Utah Jazz. We'll be at that game. And we'll bring you guys some highlights from that game and maybe some audio, some interviews from that game as well, too. Uh, and that won't be just, an easy game either. No, exactly. As I'm saying, that won't be that won't be an easy game at all. There are no easy games, especially the start right. of the season, for sure, uh, in the NBA. Uh, if you guys are just not joining us, make sure you give us a call. You can join the, the uh, conversation with us today. You're just sitting at work or sitting at home, supposed to be working anyway. So give us a call at 516-387-1673. That's 516-387-1673 to join the RF Sports Radio Show. Let's let's talk about my Cowboys, Royce. I know you got a chance to watch the game a little bit yesterday. I know I watched the game yesterday. Um, I was a little bit concerned going into the game against the Bears after what, you know, the slow start they had with the Lions. You know, Dak really didn't get rolling to that fourth quarter. But I thought he came out – strong in this game and prove that, you know, he can throw the ball. I mean, he had some really good plays. That first half I thought was one of the best first halves of football I've seen the Cowboys play in two years, honestly. Since the, since the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Since the Troy Aikman era. But uh, they came out fast start. I was really shocked, man. The offense came out clicking, clicking. You could tell they had had a good week of practice and – in certain pilot in there really made a difference, man. You know, Zeke being out hurt. But I, I thought they played a perfect game. The defense kind of slipped a little bit. Uh, but I'm going to give that credit to the Chicago Bears and Fields. He played a great game, man. They're, they're a really tough team. But I was I was pleased with what I saw with the Cowboys yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody was. it. You know, Jerry started talking up after the game about the whole uh, Tony Pollard, you know, having such a big day. Had three touchdowns yesterday. Uh, I'm trying to find exact quotes that he made, but as we all know, Jerry Jerry is one that always kind of stirred things up. You know, one of the things he said was uh, there's no argument. Zeke's ability to punish, Zeke's ability to deliver, Zeke's ability to do what he does for us in the pass protection and frankly, Zeke's ability to make big plays are there, and we're going to go where Zeke goes. He's that integral in our success. And I agree with him. I, I agree. I know people are calling for Tony Parler to be the feature back, but as, as me and you have argued over the years he's been here, he is terrible at pass protection. I mean, he, he does not do a good job of picking up the rusher. He's not a great blocker. Zeke's a much better blocker, and you need that one-two combination of those two in the backfield and not just one. I'm not saying not just – I'm saying not just Zeke and not just Pollard, but you need both of them in the backfield. 
Well, you know, Rodney, for years I've been calling for the Cowboys to play both of them in the backfield. You know, we hadn't seen that yet. But, you know, you got a one-two punch. And uh, you almost can't win a game without running the ball. You have to have a running game. Cowboys have always had a running game. That's been their forte for as long as I can remember. And uh, they need that. But one-two punch, I think they need to alternate them a little bit more. I think Pollock needs to get a little more reps. Uh, even uh, passing his hand by the backfield, he's a better catcher and open field runner than Zeke. But uh, I'm glad to see Kellen Moore calls a better play. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that goes unsaid. Right. Uh, so they did things a little bit different, you know, yesterday, and I, I was glad to see them mix it up a lot. C.D. Lamb stepped up. Uh, Cobb stepped up. I thought they did a great job the receiving core. But the defense slipped a little bit. The running game, the middle, you know, we talked about the middle being too wide open. Right. And um, uh, they moving Michael Parsons a little bit too much. They didn't be a pass watch. You know, mm-hmm. but Vandervich in the middle, he he he, he uh, got a little problem right there. Well, he's having a much better season this year than last. Last year wasn't bad, but he's having a pretty good season. I mean, they – They've covered up some of his deficiencies pretty well by putting like Micah Parsons in there and adding Dante Fowler on the line and even uh, Williams, the rookie. I mean, they they've had a way to kind of figure out how to put him in the right position um, because again, w- before Dan Quinn got there, Vanderbilt was running all over the field trying to make every tackle. Number one, because we had. Um, uh, 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 Jalen, um, I can't even think of his last name now, but the guy from um, Notre Dame, he had him, you know, yeah. they had the bad foot. He couldn't really run that well. Um, so I think Dan Quinn's done a good job of kind of covering up some of the things that Van Der Esch doesn't do well. But at the same time, I'm not worried about the defense at all. I, I agree with you that we need to have a running attack. That's, that's kind of the way we win games. But uh, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. This, this division is a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be. Uh, with oh, yeah. the Eagles being undefeated, the Giants only That's losing one game. You know, I, we we did beat them, but at the same time, they've only lost one game. And then the Commanders are not an easy game at all. You know, even with their backup in, uh, they're not an easy win at all. So I'm, I, I'm somewhat surprised at how good the NFC East is. To be honest. Well, you know. I agree with you, but the only thing about Benjamin, I'm going to say this. If he can stay healthy, you know, that's the problem with him, staying on the field. Right. So if he can stay healthy, I, I give him a chance. But the pass rush, the, the secondary is good. Uh, the outside linebackers are pretty good. And I, I think the defense will step up. You know, they, they're not going to have a perfect game every week. But so far they've been playing great. But uh, I like to say, if they can play like this, I think they have a chance of beating the Eagles. I think they want a chance to play them again. Yeah. But the schedule looks pretty good for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. They got to go to Green Bay after the bye week. But after that, I mean, uh, they got to, of course, play the Eagles again and deal with their division, which is those are not going to be easy games at all. Uh, I guess the division opponents, they never are. And it's always going to come down to the end, as it always does in, in this division on who wins the division, who goes to the playoffs. It's always going to come down to the very end for these for, for these teams in particular, for sure. 
I I tell you one thing though, I I, I feel like the, the the gig is up in terms of how to beat this defense. And the way you beat this Dallas defense, as good as it is, is to have a very mobile, fast uh, quarterback. Because Justin Fields yesterday played his ass off, I thought. And then uh, I thought also that Jalen Hurst was doing the exact same thing in that game. So I, I think that I think the word is kind of out there. Dan Quinn's going to have to figure out a way to scheme a little bit better against these running quarterbacks like that when they're that dynamic. It, that could be a problem. Although in the NFC, I guess you really don't have to face Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields. Who else is really a uh, running quarterback? There ain't that many in the NFC to really deal with, I don't think. Unless no, I'm missing somebody. But, uh, or Kyler Murray, of course. Right. And Geno Smith uh, and Seattle, he, you know, he's pretty mobile, but uh, – I was glad to see Dak run a little bit yesterday. And, you know, he got yeah. out of the pocket. He spent a little bit. They they rolled him out, right? He had that run, and we don't usually see him run for a touchdown. And I, I liked him making him more mobile, too, because his biggest problem is when he's in the pocket. That's how he got hurt in the first right. game, standing there in the pocket taking hits. And you don't want him to go down. No, so I, I no. like they rolling them out, and I like to, you know, screen pass and getting the ball out early, and uh, the receivers are getting open. Uh, but I think they got a pretty good chance of getting back on top. Yeah, I would say so. Well, they got a bye week this week, and then tonight's game, nice Monday night game, is going to be the Browns versus the Cincinnati Bengals. You got any predictions for their game? I, Bella, Ohio. I don't see the Browns winning anything, but I tell you what, these Monday and Thursday night games have been awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, oh, man. I, mean, I tell you. I, they're hard to watch, man. I I'm mean, telling you. They, I'm I don't know you. why they're showing Denver so much. Uh, they well, luckily, they, luckily they, they, they hid Denver and Jacksonville overseas in England this time. So, right. you walk up too late, right. you miss that game. You didn't have to see that. Right. Which wasn't a problem for me. So, <laughs> but but these Monday night games and these Thursday night games have been terrible, man. I mean, they've been awful. But uh, Sunday's been great. You know, I'm watching Red Zone all day. Uh, but it's, it's gonna be interesting. We got midway point. Uh, now, now you need to make your runs. You don't need to get games behind. You know what I mean? Every every game is important. Every mm-hmm. win is important. So. Now the time when you need to start peaking. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I, you know what? I haven't had a chance. We haven't talked in so long on the air, man. I have to ask you, how do you feel about your Broncos and their their new uh, quarterback? I'm disappointed. I, are you? Are you? I, I think. Are you? Are you right? Are, are you less right? Also, Broncos. Broncos country well, less right. Is that that what know, it says? I always <laughs> said they needed a quarterback. They did get a quarterback. But I think Russell Wilson has slipped, and I don't think they got the right coach for that team. He's not used to playing that kind of offense, and I think he's mm-hmm. struggling. But, you know, them has always had a great defense team. They always had some good receivers, but I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if Russell is not working there, you know. Uh, they, you know, they, they tried it. You know, you try something, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But he looks awful in that offense. Mm-hmm. 
He looks terrible. I'm still well, a Broncos fan. They still need a quarterback. <laughs> now I think they need a need a coach. Oh man, that's gonna be something else, man. Well, you can just like I can get on you about your Broncos. You know, you can get on me about the Lakers, man. I I don't know what's going on with them. I, I don't. I know Russ came off the bench and they won a game, but man, they've only won one game. They're one and five. I mean, that's that's they can't shoot, Rodney. That's terrible, man. Can't shoot. And I'm not. And I'm to not gonna. Shoot. Unlike some of these, I don't mean to cut you off, but unlike some of these guys I hear that talk sports or write about sports or tweet about sports, I am not gonna let LeBron off the hook. I'm not gonna do it. I mean, oh no. I'm not going to do that. LeBron has had worse teams. He has he has, he has taken worse teams to the promised land than this team we got right here. So I, I'm I'm going to put a lot on LeBron for them being one and five. I'm sorry. Well, I think that they made some bad choices. AD hadn't been healthy since he's been there, and I, he's really not playing up to his standards. You know, he was an all star. He doesn't play like an all-star now. And Russ, he wanted Russ. He got him, you know. Uh, and I feel sorry for him. I think he's going to be a great coach. But you feel sorry for him? It's gonna be a, uh, yes, you, I do. I, you know. Why? Well, you know, he's given a chance to be a coach, but he has nothing to work with. You know what I mean? He's, what do you mean? He's got, he's got having to deal got... with Russ, A.D., and the team they have, man, it's got to be a headache. Yeah, it's got to be a headache. That's true. Got to be a headache. It's got, you know, it's got to be a headache, man. You know, then you got to deal with LeBron James, and you know, he gets frustrated. And I'm pretty sure he feels like, you know, it's his team. And uh, I don't know that that'd be a hard job to have. <laughs> it really would, you know. And plus the pressure of being in L.A. Got to be tough on it, but uh, you know I think even somewhere else he'd be good. We see a lot of coaches like uh, what's the name the guy from the Mavericks that went to Orlando? Uh, Jamal uh, Mosley, right? Uh, yeah, Mosley. Yeah, he's doing a great yeah, job. Uh, Houston, Houston doing a great job. You know, with a young coach. Uh, look at Boston. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, I just think that Laker job it would be a I man. That'd be a headache. I, 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 think I, think I, I think I think I think gonna have a chance to coach this team. I, but like I said, I'm not gonna I'm gonna put majority of this on LeBron. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't care. Absolutely. I'm gonna put majority on him because I've seen him do more with less. That team he had in Cleveland wasn't great uh, when he first right. started going to the playoffs. It wasn't a great team. He's got a much better team than that. That team that they won the championship with uh, with right. Anthony Davis and. Um, man, who was all on that team? That team wasn't that great either, you know. So, yeah, so I, bubble, like I said, I'm yeah, not gonna. The team, yeah. the, the bubble team wasn't that great either, you know, because some of those guys yeah. that left, they're still not doing anything. So, right. um, so I'm not gonna exalt LeBron. I think he's gotta he's gotta be the one that gets that locker room together. He's gotta be the one to get those guys on the same page. Uh, they're gonna always kind of follow his lead. He's gonna have to go in there. I know he had planned on Anthony Davis taking over the team by now, but apparently that's not going to happen. So he's going to have to come in yeah, there yeah, and, and, and kind of put him under his wing. Yeah, man. I don't man. think he that can man. have. Yeah, they're too big. Now, when he was in New Orleans, he was 
He, you know, that was his team. But, yeah, but he didn't uh, want. He didn't want that. He didn't want that team. Remember, right. he didn't want that team. Right. But uh, I don't think nobody wants to come to LA. <laughs> yeah. You know, they had a chance to get a lot of guys. You know, and they didn't really didn't want to come to LA. I think uh, guys I want to go to LA because who doesn't want to go to LA? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, that's who doesn't true. want to go to that's LA? True. You know. I don't, you know, who does not want to go to L.A.? I just think LeBron's got to just say, hey, look, man, I'm taking over the team. Y'all do what I need. Y'all do what I tell you to do. Follow me, and I get y'all there. That's what LeBron's going to have to do, even at his uh, older age. He's going to have to do that one more time for them to make something happen. But you All know right, what? Bro. I think in passing Lou Asendo, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record with with, with Cement his legacy, and he can go ahead and retire. Yeah. I mean, 20 years, you know, that's a long time, you know, and I'm pretty sure he has other ventures he can get into. Uh, if I was him, I would think about this being my last year. I wouldn't want to go another year. I think he wants to play another year and play with his son, so I, that's that's my thought. Um, if he's still averaging, you know, 28-plus a game, why not keep playing at that point? Yes, well, too, but been, he's played a lot of minutes, man. That weren't. I know he keeps himself in shape, but age catches up with everybody. Yeah, that's eventually. True. That's true. That's funny how the commercials now about him and Father Time going at it, right. uh, watching it right. on the court at the same time too. And he lost. That's a, funny. He lost a couple of rounds too. Yeah, yeah, he has. He's, yeah, he absolutely <laughs> has. Well, I want to thank yeah. everyone for listening today, man. Make sure you guys tune in. We'll be back. When Royce, when we coming back this week? Uh, let's do uh, Wednesday. Right, we'll be Wednesday. back. We'll be back on Wednesday. And again, thank you guys for joining us. RF Sports Radio. Make sure you like to log on to the website. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. We'll be back on the radio, and we'll see y'all on Wednesday. Thanks, man. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.